B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Come on, man. You know I only surf Transformer sites when there's girls around so they can see how cool I am. Nerd Radio starts now. That's me, right there. The coolest of the cool. That's right. Always surf the Transformer sites mm. in case any girls show up. Welcome to Nerd Radio, everybody. Uh, we we are here. We have not been canceled due to uh, any virus. We are at least not yet. Is it an option to cancel? To cancel? I mean, it, it, it's possible. You know, it could happen. That's why I said at least not yet. Yeah, right. I don't know. Like I told you before, Robbie keeps walking in here with that look on his face, and I'm like, "What? Mm. What?" We have been threatened. He's got something to say today. He does, and I'm terrified. Yeah. Absolutely terrified. He showed up at an appropriate time, though, and I think that's why he's not here right now. Yes. Yeah, he wanted to make an entrance, yes. and he will. He trust will. us. He will. Yeah. My name is Chuck Bean. Unless we lock the door. Unless we lock the door, yeah. This is oh, actually the lock's been removed. <laughs> oh, no! This is actually the quarantine zone. It is. Right here. Grand yeah. Engineering's going to come up, and they're going to put the big, like, E.T. bubble bubble wrap in oh. front of those windows. No yeah. offense, guys. I can't be quarantined with you guys. <laughs> this is not going to work out. We're going to be fine. We're going to be, it's going to be all right. smash that window and jump out. Yeah. Chuck's got all the Transformer websites. I'm wearing, yeah. I'm wearing the Fallout helmet. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Chuck Bean. I'm joined by James and Al Beck for another week of Nerd Radio. Glad to see you guys. I'm glad to see you too. Yep, I'm having a my I'm having a mental breakdown. Elmer Fudd over there as we speak. Follow us on all the social medias at Nerd Radio 101. You can also find us on YouTube if you uh, want to check out the uh, show. But if you want to check out the show live Wednesday afternoons on Twitch is where you want to be. James, where they want to uh... Twitch.tv/slash Checkpoint XP. Absolutely. And of course, you download this as a podcast every Friday morning on WRAF.com. Also in Boston. Rock929rocks.com. See what happens when I get enough sleep? I remember Boston. Mm. And then also on uh, wherever you get in your podcast. So, fellas, um, a lot of... Uh, we'll, we'll briefly touch on this and then we'll spend the rest of the show being... Briefly com- touch it, Chuck. Go ahead. Just completely... Reach out and touch it. Corona-free. Mm. Uh, but uh, as we found out last week, South by Southwest was canceled. Yeah, uh, a lot of concerts are being canceled. Coachella, we just found out. Yep, postponed. the Boston uh, annual St. Patrick's Day parade has been canceled. Yes, add the uh, Seattle uh, Emerald City Comic Con to that list of stuff Ooh, that is not no. happening. Emerald City. Yeah. That's so where Dorothy um, goes. I, I think that was so. a fictional place. I, I yeah. Well, they, that's what they decided to name their Comic Con in Seattle. Oh, okay. off, out of. But yeah, that they is do have something with emeralds in Seattle, don't they? Is there something probably, with emeralds? I would think if they named it Emerald City Comic Con, it probably stands to reason. Is that why they have like the weird wild green color the Seahawks wear in their jerseys? Is it something to do with emeralds? No? Well, emerald is green. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, thank you. But, uh, and that is the title that, of this week's show. Emeralds. That is Al telling you the color of your crayons. <laughs> if you have an emerald crayon, it is green. But I don't know what has to do i don't know don't ask me sorry for i thought it was a more of a well-known no. fact that i had now maybe somebody in the no. twitch stream can fill me in so yeah that's uh that's also not happening it makes you wonder uh for you know on a local level what we uh look forward to in in may the motor city comic got smackdown coming up this week that better not get canceled yeah i guess they just canceled something the lca uh, a couple nights ago really a particular concert so that my first thought was like ooh, smackdown's on Friday. come on it's my shot to see cena 
Cena might be there. Oh, no. You might get Cena blocked I by the coronavirus. Yeah. Yep. I really won't be able to see him. <laughs> oh, no. The coronavirus. Well, one of the things, uh, or, or two people that I know uh, we just found out are going to be there. Paige is going to be at SmackDown Paige, this week, yep. which is pretty cool. And Jeff Hardy's coming Jeff back. Jeff Hardy, yeah, yeah. It's cool. He's so, coming back in Detroit. I'm hoping to. Beyonce text yesterday wow, about that. Jeff Hardy. I'm hoping uh, one of our listeners doesn't pick up their pair of tickets so I can score some SmackDown. There you <laughs> I want to be there, there for go. Jeff Hardy. I love yeah. Jeff Hardy. Some great stuff. But uh, speaking of wrestling, James, you were out at NXT this weekend. Yeah. Tell NXT, us about it. Uh, it was fun. It's, uh, I know you were kind of bummed last week when you discovered there would not be cameras. Yeah, no cameras. It was a house show. Uh, no Finn Balor. So oh, that's like, a bummer. Mr. Finn Balor, I guess he's too big for the house shows. He's Mr. NXT TV. Yeah. We'll see. Um, it didn't come out, but uh, I fist bumped the bro dude. Yeah. Um, the bro stallion. And I fist bumped uh, Keith Lee. How big and is Keith Lee in person? He's uh shorter than I thought, but he's a big dude. Yeah, you know, I he's short he but wide. Yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> what's wrong I with that? Say, I didn't say it was a bad thing. There's <laughs> no negative connotation to it. Down, Al. You know, short right. but wide. Some like him girthy. Some like him long. <laughs> Either way, you know, whatever floats your boat. That's right. Oh. But um, yeah, it was fun. It's interesting to see because I've never seen wrestling in that venue before. It's a small little theater. It's really strange that they keep every time NXT comes to Detroit, they go to the Royal Oak Music Theater, mm-hmm. which is primarily for it's concert concerts. How, yeah. how was that experience? They said was... So my seats were actually on the Royal Oak Music Theater stage. Interesting. Okay. They build it all the way out. So like the first, if you've been to the Royal Oak Music Theater. Um, like that first little, like the main floor area where the like the bar goes around. And if yeah, you haven't, you know? it's, it's a pretty standard uh, medium theater. Yeah, you know? like if, right. if you have a Fillmore in your local yeah, area, yeah. it's all it's all very similar. Yeah. So the very very ground floor, like so like the ground floor level, if you were up against the barricade to see a band, mm-hmm. they build all that out, and the, the the ring is actually put in there. So the seats don't start until oh, the very first tier. Okay. Uh, on the floor section. And so my seats were actually on the stage behind the ring, which was weird to me because all I saw was man ass all night. <laughs> um, so were you complaining? Were, I mean, it was okay, but it, it wasn't really the some man were, asses. I was, some were nice, some were not. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and no disrespect. A lot of squats for those man asses, James. Yeah. Well, there was appreciate a lot of, the squats. Yeah, but um, so it was weird to see the show from that point of view because they're put, they're performing for everybody in front of me. Oh, everybody's okay. in front of me is seeing the whole performance. Yeah. And I, we're seeing more of you see the, the, the back of the performance. Yeah. So the, then you can't the, see the, the jumbotron accent. or the projector screen because that's behind us. Oh. Right. So it's kind of a weird layout. It was cool to be that close. It was cool to interact with the wrestlers as they're, they're coming in the ring. For sure. But wasn't cool was when I got uh, not ridiculed, but I got embarrassed in front of the entire theater oh no yes so the mc comes out hey what's up everybody nxt we're in the motor city hey look at you guys you guys got some good seats what's your name uh uh-huh. james okay james who is the current nxt <laughs> women's champion oh no and my mind goes completely blank no I follow nxt as closely as right you know uh the other brands should have phoned a friend well I did, which was my fiance. I looked right over at her, and she's like, "Don't look at me." Ah. And I'm like, I, I literally could not even think of one woman wrestler from NXT. Wow! And I know there's like, I, I know there's tons of them. But Happy International Women's Day, James! And it happened on International <laughs> Women's Day. Thank you uh, for bringing that up. James, well. don't give an F. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, and I look like a total scumbag. <laughs> so I ended up like doing the, you know, that to the whole crowd, and then doing the crotch chop, like suck it. Yeah. Because everybody was kind of booing me, giving me a bit of a hard time. Because you didn't but, know who Rhea Ripley was? Yeah, I mean, but I'm a fan of Rhea Ripley. That's the thing that I was like, oh, yeah, once somebody got the answer right, which the next person they went to was a child who got it wrong, yet they let him get help, you know? <laughs> 
some guy can tell the kid who, what the answer is. But if I look over my fiance for for answer, uh, for the answer or yeah. some help. How you know what though? How was the experience of getting booed? Because I could totally see you embracing being a heel. Oh, that's why I got up and started. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, (laughs) totally. I could totally see you as a heel. I could see you just eating that up. And I was like, well, the most fitting thing is the crotch shot from DX. So I'm going to do that. So I'm like, suck it, suck it, suck it. And then once I realized nobody was paying attention to me anymore. Everyone's moved on. Moved on. Everybody's cheering for the little kid. Okay. And James is jealous yeah. of the child. Let this child get the answer. I didn't even care about the free T-shirt. I was just more upset that you know you're going to call me out, and then I look for help, and you walk away. She just like the host just walked away when I realized when she realized I did not know the answer. Just walked away. I love that James. You know he goes to SmackDown and Raw, and he t- takes his big uh, fat head yeah, to, yeah. to show in the crowd, and like he wants he wants the attention, yeah. and then he goes to NXT, and he's kind of d- disappointed that there's no camera, so he's not going to get the attention, and then he gets the entire crowd's attention <laughs> yeah. and just freezes. Not the attention I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me a question about wrestlers that I I, I know about and I follow. You know? <laughs> Ask me about the Bro Stallion. Ask me about John Cena. Uh. Well, other than that, it it's a like delightful it a story, show. though. Yeah. I, I love yeah, like overall, it. Overall, a fun time. <laughs> great show. They put on a you know a good show. Yeah, disappointing that some of the NXT superstars that you thought might be there weren't there. Right. But, um, yeah. But I get it. You know, Finn Balor's a big name, but he was. I was disappointed he wasn't there, and Ray uh, Ripley wasn't even there either, too. So, but you, why don't I, you ask me questions about some of the NXT superstars that came out of the house show? Why don't you do that? Right. Ask about people who are here. The current champ who's probably about to get brought up to Raw or SmackDown. Depending right. on what happens at WrestleMania. I, I love that picture of your uh, fiance with Adam Cole. Like he's behind her and she's yep. got this look on her face like, oh, my God, it's Adam Cole. Yeah. Well, that it was, was more of funny a, stuff. Because we don't like Adam Cole. We're not an Adam Cole household. <laughs> oh, that's a bye bye. Bye bye. I mean, he's got that cool boom. But right. Other than that, now, the boom was great. Yeah. It's fantastic wanna, stuff. That was a wrestler. I want like a boom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, we, were, we were talking earlier about making Robbie an entrance yeah. for when he walks in the show. If I had an entrance, it would definitely be that uh, Undisputed Era theme. There you go. That's great. There so fun. So while we're talking about wrestling, too, over the weekend, we had uh, the Elimination Chamber, which uh, set up. It's the last pay-per-view before they go to WrestleMania. Mm. And uh, we'll just you know briefly touch on it. But the uh, the main event for the Elimination Chamber was the Women's Elimination Chamber. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, were people not pleased with what it. What a stinker. It was boring. Yeah. Because uh, Shayna Baszler from NXT came up and just like ran through the other five girls. Like, choked them out one after another. Yeah, like one after one. Yep. Rear naked choke. Oh. You're out, and okay, uh, and next? that meant that there was a lot of time between. It's kind of like the Royal Rumble, like they yeah. put people in the. It's like a steel cage, but then there's these pods in the corners. And they put people in those pods, and every two minutes they open one of them at random, and somebody comes out and joins the match. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, Rhea Ripley were not Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Shayna Baszler was uh, was choking people out, and then having to wait like a full minute and forty five seconds for the next person to come out so she could do it again. It did not go over well with the live crowd. It did not go over well with the home crowd, home yeah, viewing crowd. Time. I'm sure, yeah. I feel like there could have been way different ways it could have done it. Like, obviously, setting Shayna Baszler up to be a big deal. Yeah. Like, what was the thing. idea behind that? You know, like, oh, she's such a beast. She's going to choke she, him out. And yeah, people well, are going to yeah. be so impressed. She's essentially uh, the girl Brock Lesnar. Like, she's just, you know, supposed to be this undefeatable monster. She's like the new China. Kind of, yeah. Similar, yeah. Absolutely. But uh, the, that while that was disappointing, midway through the show, what was it? Uh, Alistair Black and AJ Styles, great match, had a fantastic yeah, match. It was a very entertaining match. I don't even, I don't, I hate AJ Styles, and I was like, I thought that was a good match. Yeah. So those two, like, 
Overall, I thought it was a decent pay-per-view, and a lot of people are just taking ended, the crap on it. I know, yeah. Everybody was like, the ending sucked, so the whole thing sucked. And I was like, yeah. well, not necessarily. Yeah, but I missed, so Daniel Bryan's balls fell out. I missed that. I, yeah, I, I didn't want to ask you about that. So I missed Daniel Bryan's balls. They kept, uh, he was fighting Drew Gulak. That was also supposed to be a fantastic match, but I was asleep because I had to be on the air at midnight okay. during that match. But yeah, Daniel Bryan, the, Drew Gulak kept like picking him up for that suplex, and they always kind of grabbed the tights by the hip. When they pull him up, and every time he pulled him up, his balls would fall out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a about so the I side. hate when my balls fall out every time yeah. someone picks me up. Every time I get out of suplex, his balls come out. I'm like, Al, right time. out there. Al, we talked about this. we got to get you something to keep those forehead. balls And he is <laughs> always wearing long pants, so it's real awkward. It's yeah. real awkward. Real long, awkward. He's got those long balls. <laughs> <laughs> the big, long, hairy ones. Oh, that's, no! that's how he's known. Yeah. Up and down the hallways. As they say. Long yeah, balls long back. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> Stop shaming me. <laughs> but um, what else? I thought the tag, the tag team elimination. Yeah. Chamber, I thought that was great. Yeah, for sure. The uh, the Lucha House Party guy dropping from the ceiling. That's real Otis cool. fl- fl- flying out of the actual chamber. Yeah. Like I was like, do you think he's okay? They, yeah. <laughs> was that they, real? Was that planned? Because they broke the bulletproof glass on yeah. the pods before but never the bulletproof glass that like leads to the outside yeah like he flew right through the wall yeah he sold it so good <laughs> there's a lot of good moments yeah, I it does make you wonder if that was planned or not because that yeah. infamous hell in a cell with yeah undertaker and mankind when he chokeslammed him through the top oh, of the yeah. cell that was not supposed to happen right no. they yeah. planned on throwing him off yeah well not th- those two planned on it they didn't yeah. tell anyone else yeah but the chokeslam through the cage was not supposed to- can you imagine being mick foley <laughs> you're expecting you're only going to fall like about four feet and then the floor gives out from under you and you fall about 14 feet instead. Like, wow, that was that was really far down. And, oh, I'm in the ring. So I feel like you know you're in trouble because you see The Undertaker before that moment walking and the cage starts the giving out yeah. underneath him. Maybe they were never planning on them being on top of the thing to begin with. They were with. not. Yeah. No, they've reinforced it since then because now they've set the bar that everyone has to get out of the cage and get up on top right. of the thing. Mm-hmm. I love, my favorite story about that match is that uh, once it was over. Yeah, uh, Vince when, McMahon. Yeah, yeah, when they're backstage and uh, Vince tells Mick Foley, is like, you have done a great service to our industry and for my business, but I never want to see that uh, again. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was like, I really, I, I, I respect what you guys have done, but I was really scared you were about to die. And I don't want to be that scared ever again. Vince McMahon does have a human side. It's more of a liability thing. I don't want to get right. sued. <laughs> he didn't care. Like, if you die, that is a pay for it. Yeah, right. I'm sure they have something in a contract. And then, unfortunately, a couple of a couple of like a year later, uh, freaking Owen Hart falls out of the ceiling. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was right <sighs> after that. While we're on the subject of wrestling, though, um, all elite wrestling has been teasing since uh, last week. Matt Hardy. Has been uh, he's a free agent now. Yeah, so he is going to uh, revive his broken Matt Hardy gimmick and take it on the road, just like he was just before he came back to the WWE, where he the worked delete, delete, delete. Thing. Yep, where he worked. Where in looks ring, like he's doing Ring of Honor. A in, very offensive hand impact. gesture. Well, he's still does. Yeah, very Nazi like to me when striking I see. Oh stuff. my god, he's like, striking stuff off the list. He's oh deleting it. God. You're That's still what, doing it, Chuck. Yeah. He's deleting it. That's what they what he's just doing. He's just giving away. Nine, knee scoot. He's just waving to no, people. No, 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 he's just no, saying nine, hi. Nine, nine, nine. But welcome to the German interrupter. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, House. Well, anyways, uh, Matt's been filming stuff for his own YouTube channel, and uh, in the most recent video, the Young Bucks show up on his uh, in his driveway, and uh, All Elite Wrestling posted something last week 
Uh, they've got a, a faction called the Dark Order right now. It's yes. supposed to be kind of a, a satanic faction. Oh, here, oh it here we go. Here it comes. Hi, Robbie. Hey, Chuck. How you doing? Chucky, Chuckarino, yeah. Chuckathin. He's playing with me. He knows I, I'm No, you he know what? This, this, this is actually why I came in here. Uh, uh, to make me nervous? Apparently, when I come in here, you get nervous for some I reason. I do! Okay. And I don't want that between us, okay. right? Okay. Well, whatever, whatever this this is, this this nervousness, this animosity. I sure. think I think that we should put it to rest. We should bury it. You you want to bury the hatchet? Yes. Okay. And there's only one true way to do that. Okay. And that's with one of us asserting our dominance over the other one. Uh-oh. So I don't know. I hereby officially challenge you. Okay. Tournament rules: Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We're Final destination, no items, three stocks, best of three. Oh, my goodness. When are we talking? Uh, we'll work that out. Okay. But if you accept it, yeah. and, and the terms of this is, the winner must then, on video, to immortalize for all on the internet, okay. must proclaim that the winner is the best gamer slash genius ever. You accept? I feel like I have to. You, I feel do. Like you You came into my home. My, uh, my <laughs> hold on, your home. You came into my yard. You walked into the house. Okay, Chuck Bean. That's right. <laughs> I came into Nerd Radio Show in the Checkpoint Studio. It's true. It's kind of. I feel like even grounds. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. I, I love that we shook hands the off camera. Nobody could see that. No they could see you reaching well, and then you know I'm what? reaching. That James fault. Why didn't you switch to the four shot? He is in the four shot, but well, our well. our handshake was completely oh, off camera. Okay, I'm sorry, James. However, I just saw it in the delay. We are actually across from each other, so it worked. It worked. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. All right. Excellent. Well, we'll figure out when and where this is taking place, and okay. we'll make sure to let everyone know. I'm going to need to practice. The day of Chuck's destruction is at hand. I don't know about that. Dibs on cloud. All right. Oh, and man, just like that. You there know what's, what scares me too is that I. I oh no! You got to play it on his way out too. I have not. <laughs> I've not unlocked Cloud on the on the on the Switch yet, so I don't know what to expect. I just watch some YouTube Cloud. videos. I'm Man. sure somebody's got it on YouTube. I'm gonna have to get real good at Kirby <laughs> or Yoshi. Where was I? Oh yeah, Matt Hardy's uh, probably going to All Elite Wrestling. They yeah. tweeted out a thing for the Dark Order that was like a, almost like a haiku, and the first letter of all of it spells out Matt Hardy. Oh, wow. So everyone is expecting that to uh, happen. And while we're talking about all the wrestling, Jake the Snake Roberts showed up last week. He's still alive? He yeah. is. Oh, my he, God. He, he was not looking good like 10 years ago. He was not looking good a couple years ago when I got to talk to him. But you know what? I, I, it, as he's gotten older, I think of Jake Roberts as like a, a dad or, or even okay. a, a grandfather figure. Like, I really appreciate him. I appreciate his work when I was a kid, and, and I'm really glad that he's still around. To, to talk to people, but he came out and uh, he's going to be managing somebody, but we don't know yet. It's it's a mystery yet who mm-hmm. he's going to be managing. Because he came out and started talking to uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. yeah, he delivered a real good promo against Cody Rhodes and said that he's got uh, he, he's got a somebody that he's going to be managing that's going to beat Cody up. So I'll be I'll be definitely be tuning into all Elite Wrestling to see more Jake the Snake. Somebody different than MJF. What's that? Yeah, somebody different than MJF. MJF has already beat up Cody Rhodes enough. He's got to move on to new new stuff. He's got to get his ass beat by somebody new. Exactly. And we're going to move on to new stuff. We're going to take a short break, and we're coming back with uh, news about Mortal Kombat. They had a tournament over the weekend. They announced not only a new character for downloadable content, but the guy who won the tournament, I think Jamie's going to be a big fan if he isn't already. <laughs> Is it John Cena? You can see him. I can oh, tell you that. Okay. Oh, wow. We're coming back in just a minute. 
BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. I'm Tom Savage, listening to Nerd Radio on Rip 2. Welcome back to Nerd Radio on the podcast page, WRAF.com in Boston. Rock 92.9 at rocks.com. And of course on Checkpoint XP's Twitch stream Wednesday afternoons uh, at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. My name is Chuck Bean, joined by Al Beck and James for another week of Nerd Radio. And over the weekend, fellas, there was a huge tournament for the game Mortal Kombat 11. I can't believe there's 11 of those things. Were either, I can. Were either of you guys big Mortal Kombat players at any time? Because, like, I remember when the first one was on the Super Nintendo and the Genesis, and the big thing was, like, if you got the Genesis version, it had the blood. Blood, man. Right. Yeah. The Super Nintendo one didn't have the blood in it. Yeah, I was and, really into it when the first came out on Sega. Yeah. But then I realized how bad I was at it, and I was like, I can't play Mortal Kombat. I was not allowed, and that was why. My yeah. parents had some weird rules, and they would draw lines someplace. Because we played games like that. Sure. But we were not allowed to play Mortal so Kombat. So you could play, like, Street Fighter 2. Yeah. But you couldn't play yeah, Mortal we were, Kombat. Yeah, we were a Street Fighter house. Right, because we weren't allowed to play Mortal Kombat. Interesting. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Was there, was there That's anything? why I couldn't watch Ninja Turtles because they fought. That so was stupid. You have told me that, but or you guys weren't allowed to watch professional wrestling. Was um, it? no, my because dad. They didn't, they didn't want you. Uh, they didn't want you beating each other up. They didn't want your older brother beating you up. This is why it doesn't make any sense, though, because my dad I enjoyed. So up on Mash. <laughs> That's right. That's no, but my uh, my dad uh, enjoyed like Hulkamania and all that stuff. So, sure. You know, he used to like. Walking over with Terry's shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I used to drive my mom nuts. Dad. Jeez. Nuts oh, we in a thought bad it was great. We thought it was great. But yeah. no, he just. <laughs> I married an idiot. Only my story makes a lot more sense now. Did your parents ever tell you you couldn't watch something, you couldn't play, you couldn't do something <sighs> growing up? I feel like they didn't. I mean, there were. I, I or maybe knew. they did, and that's why he acts out now and does all well, these things. It's a little bit. Like, I knew. I knew my bo- like my boundaries. Catholic schoolgirl. So no, I, I knew I knew my boundaries that uh, <laughs> that my parents would frown upon. So, and I, so I also knew what I could get away with, and I knew what they would look into. Sure, video games and stuff would fly unless I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and I'm getting a BJ from a hooker or whatever. You know, yeah, that they that were type right. of stuff that they were like, nah, nah, problems. Nah, nah. Yeah, but just fighting and stuff. As long as they know, you know, wouldn't be like, hey, mom, come down and watch me. Uh, Rip this guy's head with his spine attached right out of his right. body during for this fatality. But it's just a fighting game. They know I knew the difference between real life and pretend and video games and stuff. So. That, right. That's how my nephew is. Like you know, he he comes over and obviously I've talked about how much he loves to play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, he's ten. And my sister's rule is he can play adult games if there's an adult in the room. He's not allowed to play them on his own. And I mean, I sit there and he he knows there's a difference. And obviously, there's some. Pretty wild language and stuff, and especially sure. in the new, in the latest Grand Theft Auto games. But he, I've never heard him say it, and I just, it's all compartmentalized in his brain. But right. not, not everyone can handle that. You when know, he's hanging but, out with his friends at yeah. school, then all, all the rules, all the, all the bets are off. Sure, but you know, he knows around adults, you're not allowed to do that yet until you're functionally an adult. Yeah. 
my parents went through a religious phase when I was younger. So there was uh, when Masters of the Universe was, was a big say, thing. You had a He-Man band. Yeah, I was not allowed to watch He-Man. I was not allowed to watch. I, they wouldn't buy me any He-Man toys or anything like that. I was not dude because there was wizards in it and magic. That's yeah. wild that it's wizards and magic. So like, okay, Beavis and Butthead was frowned upon in the house. That was on the TV. Like my dad yeah. hated Beavis and Butthead. Right. And I remember I would sneak down in the basement and I'd watch it on TV. Watch some Beavis and Butthead. But I'd also go to like Nickelodeon. So I'd have Nickelodeon on the recall. On the, on yep. the last so so as soon yeah. as you heard the stairs. Oh, recall. Yeah. <laughs> ah, those Rugrats, aren't they crazy? Oh, that Tommy Pickles yeah. is always up to, up to mischief. I used yeah. to have the... Uh, have the same method to hide your scrambled porn. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I was, was going to say. I, re- I remember having the scrambled porn on the, uh, on the thing and just, just listening to the sounds and being like, that's what sex sounds like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then if you, if you get I'd lucky... see a little then, bit of a boob. Yeah, nipple would come into focus. Yep. Like, oh, my God! I saw a boob! Yep. I saw a woman's nipple. Yeah, and, yep. you, and you don't. You really don't know whose nipple it was. No, no, not at all. It could have been a dude's nipple. For all you know, it's just. I'm a gonna believe it was a woman's. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, then immediately like hitting the last, so it was at uh, like HBO or something. Like, nope, just watching, uh, just watching Die Hard, just watching John McClane shoot some terrorists. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, but and the, and the funny thing is, uh, when He Man and Masters of the Universe were a thing, I was not allowed to watch it. But then later on, when we got into Magic the Gathering. I see Chris Berger, DJ New Year, saying his mom and dad uh, would let him play anything but Magic the Gathering. When Magic the Gathering came about, my parents bought so many cards and played with us. Really? Played Magic the Gathering They're with so us. They're so anti-wizardry. Yep. Later on, uh, my mom was a huge Harry Potter fan. Wow. And I Dude. never forgot that I wasn't allowed to watch He-Man, and I was like, this is hilarious. Went through the exact, the exact same thing with my mother. Yeah. She loves sci-fi and fantasy. That's a thing that we have in common, but like... Same thing for religious reasons. We, you know, we weren't allowed to uh, to to go to like the the school play if there was witches because of wow. Yeah, it was like super crazy. And 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 again, same exact thing. Now she's a huge fan of Harry Potter, loves it. And I have had that conversation with her before. We've talked about Harry Potter because I like yep. it too. And I'll say, you know, mom, and she'll look at me. I'm like, when I was a kid, she goes, I know. <laughs> if Harry Potter, came, I know, I know, you would, I know. <laughs> You got, your parents were really worried about you guys getting into the dark arts, huh? Yeah, they were very scared. Yeah, they're very paranoid. We about were going to figure out how witchcraft, witchcraft worked or something. And summoning demons and casting spells. And right. Yep. Right. Good thing we played it safe and I only got into radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really made some great decisions. Look, I'll find new ways to be a disappointment if yeah. you cut these avenues <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Damn it. It was either this or alchemy. <laughs> So as I was saying, there was a Mortal Kombat uh, oh, yeah, that's tournament. That's how. That's where this all started. Was Forty-five a, minutes ago, there was a Mortal Kombat tournament over the weekend, and they revealed that the next downloadable content fighter will be Spawn. Todd McFarlane's Spawn. Cool. And uh, the guy that got to voice Spawn is Keith David, which is uh, does that name ring a bell at no. all? He was the president on uh, Rick and Morty. He's in John Carpenter's The Thing, and They Live. Or no, he was in They Live. The guy in The Thing Wait. is a different guy. Is that the? Is he in Requiem for a Dream? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Amen. You know, yeah, you yeah. know, if you look up Keith David and IMDb, you know, you his know voice, him. And certainly. You know, yeah, you know yeah. his voice. So he's going to be the voice of Spawn, which is kind of cool. Really? The video shows that Spawn uh, can, can uh, of course, hit people with the chains. He's got yeah. the long chains. His costume is a living thing. Yeah. So um, it's cool when you get somebody that, like, voices a thing and you're like, oh, hey, that's that guy. It's that like, guy, yeah. Christopher Judge, uh, who was Tilk in uh, Stargate SG1, he's yep. um, uh, God of War. Oh, Keith oh, David. Kratos? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Kratos, yeah, thank you. 
Yeah, Keith David was in uh, the Saints Row series as well, which is hilarious because in the first couple he plays, I think he's the head of the gang, and then in the third game he plays Keith David. Keith David he joins plays himself. He plays himself and he joins your gang as Keith David <laughs> while you're fighting against the former head of the gang, who is also voiced by Keith David. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a, a hilariously meta thing. But the thing I definitely uh, caught my eye that I wanted to tell James about is the winner of the tournament is a gaming prodigy you may have heard of, uh, Dominic Sonic Fox McLean. Oh, Sonic Fox. Huh? Yeah. He's a, uh, he's a furry. He's an uh, LGBTQA uh, advocate. And apparently after he won, he uh, sh- gave a shout out to Bernie Sanders. So he wow, was a Bernie supporter. Cool. Yeah. But um, there was, uh, I saw a couple of videos of him playing. And uh, dude's good, playing man. in the fursuit? Does he have the, or do, do, do they have the fur mask and suit on? Um, they they uh they do show he he had a here you go I got it on my laptop here, he did have the fur suit he's got he's got an LG uh he's got a giant mallet he's got like they have uh, he's got like Thor's a, hammer there yeah Thor's hammer with a M Mortal Kombat uh, dragon in the middle of it, and he's got the uh, the LGBTQ flag with him. And uh, he whooped ass this weekend. Does does the suit have some sort of like glove? Po- he, no, he I he is uh I think he just wears the head. Oh, gotcha. It's just like a, a blue and red wolf's head. But still, man, or like fox head. He's Sonic Fox. When do you think that his uh his vision would be impaired? Like you got your ass kicked by a guy wearing a like a Right, a, a, a full mascot. full mask. A mask. Well, yeah. The the part with the furries is and I'm not saying this from experience, uh, but they, they, they've got like the giant eyes on the mask, so they you know, that's the mesh that they can see through. But I'm sure there's still a big still block right here, and your peripheral oh, vision is awful. Because I have an Easter Bunny one, and I have a unicorn one, and it still really <laughs> impedes your vision. Right. And not furry-related, for the record. Like, <laughs> it could be. Like, I mean, it could be if I wanted there's to be. No, there's, there's, no, there's no shame. There's no shame in it. would be the James Fur- Bunny. I mean, you know, uh, above and beyond the idea the that Acorn. furries tend to, tend to like to have sex as the, the furry animals, like, they, they seem real cool. They seem like yeah, a cool yeah. bunch of people. They're very inclusive. They, um, I, I've, I've heard stories before where, like, if there's a convention, all the local conventions, you always see a couple of furries or something like that. Um, if uh, if little kids see furries, they, they, you know, they're totally cool. They keep they it on the download. Their, they put kids. their wings away and That's they stop right. banging and they say like, hi to the kids. No, no. If I, I understand to a, to a child, I am a mascot and I must respect that, you yeah. know, I don't want to ruin it for them. Put kind their of wings away. Yeah, they can, you got to do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't want to do the opposite. Now I almost want to get like a full-blown furry costume, but I'd be like the bad boy furry. So when I see the kids, I give them the finger. Oh, my God. I swear. Like, I think you'd get beat up by the other furries. Go start fires, kids. <laughs> and stuff go like that. start fires. Don't fire. listen to your parents. Who was that mascot like punched the 13-year-old kid in the back of the head? Oh, my God. <laughs> Was that the that Philadelphia a, one? Yeah, gr- grindy or whatever. Yeah, gritty, gritty. gritty yeah. yeah, gritty supposedly hit that kid. Gritty, gritty's been acquitted though. Yeah, acquit a gritty. Acquit gritty. Acquit gritty. If it's a grit, you must acquit. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! While we're talking about games too, uh, this week saw the release of the new uh, Call of Duty. With the their uh, battle royale mode, yeah, Warzone. Yeah, battle- I haven't co- downloaded yet. I got a hundred gigabyte download. I got to try to. I was gonna say I was. I don't want to buy the game and try to play for free. I had to delete the uh, the Final Fantasy demo off my PlayStation to yeah. try and make room for this thing. See, that's my issue. I don't have enough space on my Xbox One. 
I should have enough room on the PS4. Yeah, you don't play anything on it, so. Exactly. But I'm like, I'm so used to the Xbox controller. Yeah. And it's like learning a whole new system yeah. if I go to the PS4. Like the PS4 is for virtual reality and Untitled Goose Game. You know, those are the two things the PS4 is <laughs> for. That's, that's specifically. Yeah. Anything well, that I want to play on a competitive level, I need to play on the Xbox, but I don't have enough I memory. will never not be delighted by the mention of Untitled Goose Game. Oh, it's I, fabulous. I so much. It's I just, absolutely. I, I, I the game sounds hysterical, but even just the title alone. Didn't you buy it? No, I don't have uh, I could have swore a couple of, like, after James had told us about it, you saw it was on sale and you picked it up. Maybe I'm just thinking when James picked it up. Yeah, I picked it up when it was on sale. No, I th- he mentioned it, and I and I was determined to purchase it, and I, I didn't. I forgot. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. It's such I a forget fun, it exi- chill game. That's another reason I think why I'm so delighted by it. I forget that it exists, and then every time you mention it, I'm reminded, and it just makes me happy all over again. <laughs> the music, it's such a soothing, relaxing game. It's fun. Yeah. I'm going to promise to buy it and just never do it. Yeah, Honestly. well, Call of Duty Warzone, you don't have to spend any money. You just have to make sure most of your hard drive is free because it's about a 100 gigabyte download. Holy crap. 150 please. player matches, 50 more players than usual for these uh, yeah. these Battle Royale games. Usually 100 or less. Yep. And I've, I've heard you drop in a squad of three. Is that true? Or you, you can play in squads of three or you can play solo. Okay, good. I'm a so- I like to play solo, you know? I'm there are, play uh, show by myself. There are two modes. There's the battle royale mode where it's uh, just everybody, you know, last man standing. Where the much like Realm Royale or anyone, there's a there's a deadly gas that kind of shrinks the map until you get until you get down to the last you know person or team standing. And then there's a plunder mode where you're supposed to be uh, stealing wealth by uh, completing missions yeah. and finding it in the field and uh, killing other players. Yeah, and whoever at the end of the game has the most wealth when everyone is is done. There's vehicles, which sounds yep. really fun to check out. Yeah, because you don't usually experience vehicles in a Call of Duty. No, you don't. Unless it's happened in like the last few recent releases. But they they the very is usually not there. It's more of a battlefield, uh, right? They yeah. Very obviously decided to include vehicles thanks to uh, PUBG. Yeah. Because that's the only that's the only one I know of as far as those battle royale games where you actually well I mean you have a horse in Realm Royale but you don't yeah. really have vehicles. They have different things in Fortnite too. That I think you can find, but it's like with those uh, hoverboards, right? Different things like that, but yeah, like actual military type vehicles is not something you usually see in Call of Duty. So, I'm, I'm actually I'm kind of excited to check it out. I found out you like you start off with a handgun, so it's not like you drop with right nothing but your wiener and balls in your hands. Right, you you drop and you have a handgun, and somebody found out you can pull the handgun while you're parachuting in, and you can shoot. Oh my god! As they're still no dropping into the zone, so That's- I'm like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> Every match, I'm dropping into a hot spot. And I'm just taking as many people out with the handgun before they even land. <laughs> That's even worse than the uh, constant problem of like dropping in and before you can get a weapon in Rome Royale getting yeah. killed by somebody. I'm going to get you hard. before your feet even touch the ground. Right. Oh, Fear my God. Town does not mess around. I wonder how this is going to change the like the popularity of Call of Duty because that was the game for a while. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure their numbers have still been great, mm-hmm. but a lot of people shifted from Call of Duty over to Battlefield. or battle. Yeah, Battlefield. Sure. Mm-hmm. So and I remember... Call of Duty was at one time the sort of like outside, you know, yeah. there's Medal of Honor. Right. And then people switched from that over to Call of Duty, and now they switched to Call of Duty to Battlefield. But now they're getting into the to the Royale, uh, Battle Royale game. So. And I, I feel like if, if they're smart, like between Battlefield and Call of Duty, they definitely make sure to stagger their releases. Like, you know, when Call of Duty comes out, a, a portion of the population is going to buy it, and they're going to yeah. play it real hard for X amount of time. And then they'll continue to play it until there's a new game. So, well, was, you know, I 
like like Vince McMahon did with the XFL this time. He waited until two weeks or a week after yeah, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, and then started the XFL season. So now yeah. you've got football when there's no other football except right. for like maybe college football or something right. like that. So if they're smart, you know the Battlefield guys release like six months later after right. after Call of Duty, so they can make sure to nab up all those players until the next Call of Duty. Right. Well, Call of Duty. I mean, I don't know what their release schedule is like now, but they, it was almost too much. That's I think it was part of their downfall. Right. Because they had it split up between two different developing companies. So yeah. every year there was a new game, yeah. but it wasn't really a new game. Right, because it was a different company developing right. it. All right, well, we're going to take a short break. I'm looking forward to checking out the Call of Duty. You think you're going to stream any of it? I'm hoping to, yeah. I got my streaming. I'm working on getting my streaming room set up. Right. It's just a matter of downloading the game and uh, getting online. Yeah. So uh, the time, man. Absolutely. Check out Who the F is JC on uh, on Twitch because he's streaming Realm Royale, and then maybe we'll uh, get to check out some Call of Duty through you. Yeah, you can watch me scream at 13-year-old <laughs> kids playing a different game. Right, for sure. <laughs> All right, we're coming back in just a minute. The head of Nintendo, or the former head of Nintendo, now has a new job, and a couple of weeks ago, a very rare piece of uh, gaming history was sold, and we're going to do uh, some prices right. We're going to see if you how close you guys can come to see who uh, or how much they they uh, they one dollar auction. All right, well, all you guys do is bid two dollars, and you've already won, James. So, <laughs> no, good job, Al. A buck twenty-five. Ah, <laughs> son of a bitch! All right, we're back in a minute. Nerd Radio. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. It's Wednesday night. Time for Nerd Radio. Nerd Radio, wherever you get in your uh, podcast, is part of the B-Pod Studios Network on social media at Nerd Radio 101. It's Chuck Bean, Al Beck, and James in for another uh, week of talking about nerd stuff. And uh, this week we found out that the uh, Reggie Phils Amy, who used to be the head of Nintendo of America up until uh, around, uh, I want to say last year, yeah, February or February 2019. So yeah, it's been about a year since he retired from Nintendo of America. He has been named uh, to join the GameStop's board of directors. Really? So the guy who you, who uh, was a big part of introducing us here in America to the Nintendo Switch and the Wii U and and uh, the a lot of uh, Nintendo stuff in the last decade is now uh, has a deciding hand in the future of GameStop. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of changes. Much in the same way that uh, we were talking about the guy at DC Comics that got let go, and now yeah. Jim Lee is in in charge. It'll be interesting to see how that changes things. So what do we think he's going to bring to the GameStop table? I don't know because GameStop is really over the last couple of years as their you know their stock has dropped and yeah. and you know video games have largely been uh, digitized. Yeah, so there's less of a way to make money by buying and trading in your games and right. your consoles because everybody just downloads everything. They're definitely uh, they're definitely trying to find their niche now when it comes to gamers. And they've got a lot more toys and T-shirts and all sorts of stuff. But I don't know I don't know how well it's doing for them. I'll tell you what, the hardwood floors are nice. You walk into a lot of different GameStops now, and they put hardwood floors in. Did they? Yeah. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I think it's still you, crappy carpet when I go to. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's been a couple of them. I've walked in. I'm like, wow, this is cool. You guys got hardwood floors in here. Hmm. So 
Well, you know, that's the focus. If you're a gaming company and selling video games, you got to make sure you got nice hardwood floors. Yeah, for sure. Well, GameStop lay in the hardwood. Go ahead. I think, I, I think GameStop's actually been getting the hardwood. <laughs> yeah, for, for a little while. Now. Well, yeah, they've been delivering the hardwood when you trade your games. Right in through the oh, back five door. Five cents. Yes. Right through the back door. What's that? A brand new PS4? I'll give you $4 for it. You're going to sell it for $300. Whatever. Whatever the price is. Hardwood. All right, so I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but before the Sony PlayStation was a thing, they developed a CD system for Nintendo because Sega had just released the Sega CD for the Sega Genesis. Mm, right. And they were going they had to make a Nintendo CD? It was called yeah, it was going to be called the Nintendo CD. It was going to be an add on GameCube. Just like not the GameCube, way okay. before the GameCube. It was during the Super Nintendo era. And they were going to have an add on just like Sega did where you could play CD based games. Some, uh, that fell through, but they did make a couple of uh, you know demo kits. Sony sure. did, and when uh, when prototypes in, or whatever, yeah, prototypes. Yeah. When Nintendo decided they didn't want to, you know what, we'll we'll stick with cartridges for the next thing for the Nintendo sixty four. Sony went, you know what, we put all this work into making the CD system, we're going into gaming, and thus the PlayStation was born. Somebody auctioned off the original Nintendo PlayStation, one of these uh, prototype things, a couple of weeks ago. The original owner of Pets.com won the auction. What do you guys think? How much do you think this thing went for? Uh, I already know the answer to this. Oh, you do? Oh, well. <laughs> so I'll just throw out a number. I'll say twenty grand. Twenty grand? Yeah. You're a little low. Low? You're a little low. Add a zero. Am I, am I, okay, wow. I was going to say, is it a little low or is it a... A little say, it's more than a little. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna have to add a zero and about uh, sixteen to that. Jesus Christ! Three hundred and sixty grand. My God! For the uh, the original Nintendo PlayStation. I don't know. If, like, what do you play on the thing? What what games can you get for it? <laughs> is it just a paperweight? Does it? Is it I would imagine. Operational? That's why I, I I didn't know where to go with that guess because. I, it's like a one of a kind type of thing, but yeah. like what can't just like you said, what can you do with it? So I'm yeah, like, it's not like you can put you know PlayStation games in it and it'll run. I'm yeah. sure you can play Nintendo Super Nintendo games on it because it's got like the cartridge slot on it. Yeah, but they didn't. They never made any uh, any you know. They never got to the point where they were making games for it. I feel like it's just an art piece. You're gonna put it on a shelf and yeah, so, you know, show so it off to friends. Did, what was the actual number? I'm uh, three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Oh my god, would yep. be wild if I would have just guessed that right off the top. Huh? I'm like you know. <laughs> This is like yeah, hundred and sixty thousand dollars. What's your guess, Al? Yeah. <laughs> like when we try to do that or, whole uh, Chris like, Jericho thing with, yeah. and I already knew the answer. To I the think question. it's like three hundred. I would say they probably spent three hundred and fifty-eight thousand dollars somewhere in the ballpark of that, yeah. <laughs> not counting tax. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's uh, like like we were saying, that's a lot of money for essentially a paperweight. But you know what? It's a it's a piece of gaming history. And now the original owner of Pets.com has it. So, I don't know. Just seeing a picture of it is good enough for me. But do you think it's a piece of gaming history? Because it never actually, like, it's like almost like a lost artifact of gaming is what I would almost Yeah, think. kind you know? of. Because it never came to fruition. It's uh, I now guess I'm, it's a piece of, like, video game origin story. Now I'm picturing Indiana Jones stealing it and going, this belongs in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like some nerd in the basement. Like, he's, like, pulling it away from some nerd in the basement. <laughs> Instead of, like, Aborigines in some <laughs> tropical destination. Right, exactly. Oh, you got Cheeto dust all over yes. it. Yes. Look at all these fingerprints on here. It's got Mountain Dew spills. Do you guys know there's a new uh, there's a new Disney Pixar film that came out this past week? Do you know there's a Simpsons short 
what before it because you know it's a Disney film, so they put a short cartoon before it. It's just tradition. And yeah, the, the short cartoon is actually a Simpsons cartoon. Is it a new one or it's a it... new Simpsons cartoon oh, okay. that they put together? I would have loved if they put like a, a Tracy Ullman short in front of yeah, it. Yeah, like one of the originals, oh, the, one of the old ones. Yeah. I would love to see those. Does anyone know if they've, if they've ever released those? That's I a don't good know, question. To be honest, I remember them and in... because there've been clips. You know, they've shared clips before, mm-hmm. right? Because they were just real teeny tiny little shorts. Yeah, they were like bumpers into just, commercials. Yeah, like, and yeah, boy, oh boy, were the characters designed differently. Oh yeah, the, the voices are even drastically yeah. different. Yeah, I would love to see the Tracy. Ullman. I would like to. I would enjoy seeing those as well. Yeah. Everybody's got some links. So hit us up. Yeah, for sure. At Nerd Radio One Hundred One on yeah. social media. Send it to attention. A couple Start of Simpsons uh, nerds. A couple of mo- <laughs> yeah. A couple of movie rumors I've gotten here too. The uh, guy who directed the original Doctor Strange wants to do a Star Wars movie on Hoth, and he wants it to be a mm. horror movie like John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm. Interesting. I would watch that. I don't know. I don't want to see just Snow Hoth. I don't know. I want to see the. I like to see the galaxy. Yeah. I mean, I could see some, you know, revisit the Hoth. I'm not a horror movie fan. Cause there's, so there's been a few times where something I like, the ideas come up to cross it over into horror. And I yeah. hate, hate the idea every time because <laughs> I don't want to watch. I get scared. <laughs> Like the New Mutants, just scared of the New Mutants. That's oh, yeah, be... that's the other one. We're like, it's gonna go horror. I'm oh, is that so oh, excited? I thought I spoiled the story. I had to come no, up I am so excited. Yeah, that's coming up like the next couple of weeks, right? Uh, that that is the week of my birthday. Okay, <laughs> that weekend is gonna be amazing because New Mutants releases on like Thursday or Friday. WrestleMania is Sunday. My birthday is Tuesday. Wow, like action packed week. I am pumped. Chuck's okay. big week. They just actually they just released a trailer where you get to see uh, the everybody except for Macy Williams uh, do do their their mutant powers. Like you can see Cannonball flying, and you can see magic with her big soul sword and mm. and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. So Cannonball was part of the New Mutants. It was. Oh, okay. Yep, he was originally uh, on the New Mutants team, and then graduated to the X Men after oh, a while. Okay. So maybe we'd get to more of that snow monster though if. We- they actually made this awful right. movie. Yeah, the the abominable uh, whatever, whatever the hell that thing was. For sure. You don't know the name of it? I don't know. I don't remember it. I thought they had it. They gave it a name. I know. I'm sure there's a name for it, I, but I don't know what it is. Oh. Was the family guy that spoofed that whole scene with Cookie Monster? <laughs> like the scene where he gets cut up. I didn't see that. I think oh. if not Somebody it sounds did. vaguely familiar. Yeah, but somebody spoofed there, it with Cookie Monster. It's hilarious. But there was <laughs> there was a robot chicken episode. Oh, maybe. It's... Well, no, but it, it is the monster, and uh, Luke, and they're like stopping. He stops at a space gas station, and Luke Skywalker's there, and he's kind of like hiding behind a pump, watching the thing, and he's like having the worst time because he's only got one arm. I remember he, like, that one. He like, like drops his credit card into the car, and it turns out uh... things out of order, and then he goes around, and then like somebody else pulls in and steals the pump, and it's just the the monster's having just the worst life now. And as he's driving away, he sees Luke and just drops. It's called a wampa. Yeah, a wampa. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Yeah. What were the What were the things that they wrote on then? I thought those were the wampas. Tauntauns. Oh, all right. Yeah. Fair enough. See, that's why you guys tune into Nerd Radio. This is quality content. Remembering Star Wars stuff. <laughs> remembering Sam. Star Wars this right. week on Nerd Radio. While we're talking about comics, too, uh, Al, you read the first uh, Batman White Knight series, right? Yeah, it's done yeah, by yeah. Sean Murphy. Sean it's Murphy. the the uh, it's the alternate universe where mm-hmm. Batman, uh, where the Joker becomes sane yeah. and then sues Gotham City for letting Batman beat him up for years and years yeah. and years instead of getting him help. They put him on meds, right? And, exactly, and he's suddenly balanced. There's uh, there's a current series in that universe, also done by Sean Murphy, and Sean was doing a Q and A over the weekend. 
uh, on his Twitter and revealed that DC is interested in doing kind of a small imprint in that universe where he's going to oversee books considering other characters like say Wonder Woman or Superman or something like that and he's mm. going to get to like essentially put the writer and the artist together and then give them the the basics of like here's here's where that character is in this universe and let them you know do the thing that's cool comic book wise so that'll be interesting to see he's a great he's a really cool artist I'm curious because he's done this Batman book uh so much and he's written and drawn it how long before they talk him into like just doing the main book That'd be nice. Because that would be really cool. White Knight was really good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah. I, I also know because he's written and drawn this too, He's he, a couple of months ago he said something about like he's not interested in working in anything other than something he has complete control over. So he seems, seems like a modern day Todd McFarlane. Sure. Where it's like once he got the, the power to do everything himself, he's like, well, I don't want to have anybody do anything else. I just want to do it. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. I'll, sometimes you like having the power. Yep. Speaking of power, there's a lot of power behind the uh, the punchline character we talked about uh, last week. The the new character that the Joker is Joker, right, right, right. Joker's new bitch. Yep. There's a whole uh, Joker's new bitch. That was the working title. Yes. Yeah, exactly. There's a whole um, checklist now that you can find online of all the appearances she's going to have over the next couple of year or couple of months. Uh, and I know my local comic book store has already printed that thing out and has people. You know, if you want this issue. Write your name down, write your number down, or whatever like that. We'll order it for you, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which which is kind of silly because those are the ones. If the ones that the comic book store can order ahead of time are not the ones that are going to be worth anything. It's going to be the ones that caught everybody's like by surprise. surprise. Yeah. Right, exactly. I know that Batman eighty nine is already like thirty or forty bucks. And again, it depends on your motivation. I know we talked about that last week, but if yep. you're trying to make it to buy it as an investment, first of all, this is dumb. Yeah, but you know, I could see the just being a comic book fan and a collector and being like. I wouldn't mind having the checklist, you know, just for later, just to have it. Right. You know, so I could I could see myself doing that if I was still collecting more just to have it. But not I wouldn't I don't never bought a comic book because it's going to be worth something one day. Right. For sure. Again, chances are it'll be in the quarter bin if but you you know. They're saying at least as as far as this checklist goes, uh issue 90 just came out and that was the first appearance of a new villain who uh is called the designer. It was supposed to be a uh, a Moriarty. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be a bitchy interior designer. No, it is not. No, he's he's a, he's a guy that before Batman was even a thing. He uses words like armoire. <laughs> he does because he's old timey. Yeah. Before uh, before Batman was even a thing, he uh, fought another detective in Gotham up to the point where he, he killed him. And then Batman came along and he kind of went underground and he's apparently been kind of secretly helping out guys like the Riddler and the Joker and the Penguin this whole time. So uh, that was his first appearance, issue 90. Issue 92, DC Comics is saying, will be the first uh, face-to-face between Harley Quinn and this Punchline character. Oh, So that'll be a big deal. Issue 94 will have Punchline's uh, origin story in it. Or no, issue issue 94 is listed as her first full appearance, which I don't know how she's going to meet Harley, but we're not going to see her. And then uh, the Joker 80th anniversary, which comes out next month, is supposed to be the origin of Punchline and that's the sum bitch right there. Yeah. Because that's going to be a $10 book out the gate. It's going to be, you know, the retail on that book is going to be $10 because it's going to be an extra thick. You, you're a Deadpool fan. You know how these work. I know. These extra thick books that are you're 10 so bucks. often just drop that $10 right in your face. Yep. So uh, something to look forward to if you're a Batman fan or if you're looking for, uh, you know, if you're looking to hit the comic book store. And the, I think the real hope for the comic book stores, too, is that, like, if you walk in and they don't have this Batman book, hopefully you'll look around and find something else you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that's definitely something I would recommend to anybody that's not a comic book fan. If you're going into this, if you're going looking for the Batman book, just take a couple minutes and walk around, see what catches your eye. You might find something, uh, you know, that you're just super into. There's a bunch of different comics, just science fiction comics and horror comics, yeah. and it's not just superheroes. In other words, if you're coming in for the comic and you don't have it, please buy something. <laughs> please, please buy something. Please. please buy something. I don't want comic book stores to go away. Yeah. We still need you to buy something. Like record stores and all those other stores. Uh, one last thing I wanted to hit before we head on out of here, before we wrap this one up. Uh, over the weekend, we found out the actor Max von Sydow passed away he was 90 years old he was originally uh ming the merciless in the flash gordon movie mm. way back in the day and most recently let me look this up make sure i say this right. he was in game of thrones he was the three-eyed raven mm. wow three eyes huh yeah i don't know that he actually had three eyes he did some voice work in elder scrolls that's what i wanted that's how i knew him he was vigo the carpathian the voice of vigo the carpathian in Ghostbusters 2. he was the voice so he was the, the guy that was in the painting wasn't that was not his play voice. the own his own voice nope that's a mind-blowing little Yeah, no, I there. did. Didn't you? No, he was uncredited, apparently. But he is the voice of uh, of Vigo. And he also... Uh, Chuck with another tidbit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm good for. Both the tids and the bits. <laughs> Bring me the baby. Right, Whatever exactly. On a mountain of skulls and a river of blood. Yeah. However that goes. That's but he, he did reprise that role in the Ghostbusters game. Oh, really? Yep. Well, there's a spoiler alert. I haven't got to that part yet. <laughs> but something I'll, to look forward to. I guess I'll be on the lookout for that painting. Yeah. <laughs> Still trying to get Slimer out of that hotel. But that's going to do it for this week's Nerd Radio. So thank you guys for stopping by on Twitch, and thank you for downloading the uh, the podcast. Make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and follow us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. Al, James, you got anything to say before we take us home? No. <laughs> Super Banana Slow Jam. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, Thank nerds. You. I have spoken. Hmm. He's got that grin on his face. He's got something. He's yeah. got something that's going to completely ruin my world. Yeah. Oh, no! Yeah. That's my internal uh, voice right now. I really I don't play very many drops, but I just may have to just start playing that whenever Robbie walks in the room. Just, <laughs> that's, just that's, to prepare. It's, it's like his entrance, alert. Yeah. his entrance music. Yeah. It's the sound of my heart. <laughs> it's like the Stone Cold Steve Austin glass break. Yeah. I was going to say, I'll put that in front of it instead of the glass breaking. Oh, no. Oh, no. Boy. Uh, it's all bad. Well, well, maybe. Man, we're super drop appropriate today. I know. Good job. I know. He's on I top know. of it. That's because we're not doing the actual show yet. Yeah, the minute the minute the show starts, the minute I hit the yeah. top ID, then it's all over. Craps all over that bed. Yep. Yep. So here Brand we go. Brand new 300 thread count sheets. It just poops right all over it. Oh. <laughs> 300 thread. Oh, no. That's so many threads. So many. Too many threads. <laughs> so much poo. I want to get all the feces out. Uh, all the poo and crannies. And now you have to perform on camera. Yeah, well, <sighs> and I'm, I don't know how uh, I'm going to have to. I'm going to play a lot of Smash Brothers in the next week or yeah, two. Yeah, you're going to have to smash something. Just to, uh, <laughs> just to get, yeah. Got to practice smashing. Uh, Amy's going to be, I'm going to say, Amy, you want to smash? And I'm like, well, always. And I'm be like, no, 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 I need practice against Smash, against smash Brothers. She comes in the room nude. You're like, no, no. No, smash, no, no. Smash Here, Brothers. Take, take this, take this Joy-Con. We got to play some Smash Brothers. Take this Joy-Con. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was, That's what I always call it, the Joy-Con. That was dirtier than I expected. <laughs> She's like still confused. Describe, describe the Joy-Con to us. <laughs> oh, Christ.